When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable presented by our friends over at betonline.ag. I am one of your co-hosts, Nick Qualia, here with Marv Azan. No Mike Molano tonight, so it's just me and Marv. And uh, we got a big win. The first home win in a while for the Patriots. Mac Jones looked pretty good. Uh, score of that game, uh, 54-13. to And, you know, even when you bring in the backup quarterback and Brian Hoyer, it doesn't matter. You're still slinging it. You're still going to score. You're still trying to score. This game was a bloodbath. It was at the point where you were like, okay, Bill, just take the foot off the throat, but it's the Jets. We know Bill's feelings about the Jets. He wasn't doing that. So the Patriots, again, beat the Jets 54-13, to but it's the Jets, Marv. And that's the main conversation that came out of this game. Can you it's really – put too much stock in this win what do you think it's the Jets like you said Nick it's um they they stink they're the worst team in on the NFL right they're terrible and you're supposed to put up 53 points I'm I'm happy they did I'm happy that they did that I think something that was mentioned in our group chat when we were talking about this game the most important thing about this win is just the confidence confidence booster you know having the players know okay we can't we can't put up points. You know, we still have the ability to um make make plays offensively. And that that can go a long way. You know, there's been many years where Patriots of old were beat up on the AFC East. It, it, they didn't take it as oh, we're just beating up on AFC. It's like, oh no, we just got this win and we improved on this, that, and the third. That's how Bill Belichick runs his team. He's not obviously we understand that the Jets are not a great team, but Bill Belichick is gonna hire <laughs> Speak up on the Jets and tell the players what they do well at, what they don't do well at, and what we have to do to adjust to that team. And they go out there and they and they run it. So shout out to the Patriots for doing that. But as a as a team outlook, nothing's changed. Nothing's really changed with this team. When you face, when you look at the troubles against um, the close games against the Cowboys and the Buccaneers, when the defense weren't able to make that last stop. I didn't see anything with the Jets game that made me think, hmm, okay, things are going to start to turn around. They look like a real playoff contending team. No, not at all. I think that they have a – they worked on a you couple want, of You want to that, add to that? I'm sorry. We, go ahead. We go got ahead. even news. Jonathan Jones, done for the yeah, year. Done that's for a the huge year. Hit. That hurts a lot because that's more Jalen Mills. Your boy. <laughs> Jalen Mills, you bring who? Miles Bryant. <laughs> Bringing Miles Bryant in, like you, you, the secondary is is hurting right now, and we know that the defensive line hasn't been great against the run. They've been average. They've been okay, but going forward, the Patriots know that they are not the three and four record that everyone thinks they are. You know, you talk about the Cowboys; they could have won that game. Talk about the Buccaneers; they could have won that game. This is still a team that believes, and that's all you need. All you need is a team that believes and you can go far from that right and especially when you look at the when you look around the AFC and 
it's an interesting group because obviously we know that, I mean, we, people thought the Chiefs, people thought it was going to be the Bills and the Chiefs right at the top. The Chiefs, there is a lot of holes in that armor apparently. And yeah. not for nothing, Patrick Mahomes, who, did I see this right? Did he pass concussion protocol after the game yesterday? Yeah, I don't know how things work when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. If he passed concussion protocol, <laughs> and I don't know, but I think I saw this, and this is just off the top of my head. That's why that's why I don't actually have it written down. If for the people who saw that play, yeah. Patrick Mahomes looked like Deontay Wilder. He had that same dazed look in his eye on the on the on the ground. He did. And if he passed concussion protocol, that's the NFL protecting that guy. That's the NFL saying we need this guy to play because there is no chance that he should have passed concussion protocol. That's a totally different story, though. We seen we seen them we seen them do that before with Patrick Mahomes last year in the playoffs. Yes, yes, there is no chance that this man <laughs> passed concussion protocol. They zoomed in on his eyes. They, I whatever station they played on yesterday, they they zoomed in on Patrick Mahomes' eyes when he was laying on the ground. And you better believe the NFL called, had to have called and been like, "Listen, if that ever happens again." You do not show Patrick Mahomes' eyes because I know, you know, everybody knows watching that. There's no chance that he passed concussion protocol. But that's aside, that's that's beside the entire point. I was going to talk about the AFC West. The AFC West, it looks totally different than what we expected. The Raiders might be better without John Gruden. The Chargers look damn good in the Patriots. We're going to talk about them in a second. The Patriots have the Chargers next week. Justin Herbert looks like he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in this league for a while. And we saw glimpses of that last year, which kind of, and I want to talk about the, the comparison between Justin Herbert and Mac Jones in a little bit. But this win, putting stock in it, I don't think you can do that. 54 mm-hmm. to 13, great. But it's one of those things where, like, I'm going to put it on pause. I don't think it means anything. But if they go next week, and if they beat the Chargers, who are coming off of a bye week, and the Chargers, who are looking to be one of the best teams in the AFC, if they do go to L.A. and beat the Chargers next week, then I'm going to look back at this game and be like, okay, maybe that 54-point swing did do something. Maybe that energized this offense. Maybe, like you said, maybe that made this offense believe that they are a much better offense than what people are giving them credit for. But if they lose, even if it's close... I don't want to hear any more. We talked about this briefly on a uh, last episode. I don't want to hear any moral victory crap because moral victories are cool. If you win some of those, yeah, they it's next week's game is really going to change my opinion on this week's blowout win. Absolutely. And next week's game is pretty much the outlook for the rest of the Patriots season. Win or lose. You win this game and yeah. now you're making, you're, you're making a playoff push. You're really trying to see what you can do here when you beat the the Chargers. You lose this game against the Chargers. It's not looking really good for the Patriots. You you go three and five. Your outlook to becoming a playoff team does not doesn't fall well in your favor, especially when you got uh, Kansas City Chiefs who have the same record as you, and they're fighting for a wild card spot. They most likely have a better chance of getting it than you are. So you got to start collecting wins right now if playoffs is, is at reach with you guys. And there's something about beating a team 53 to what, what, 17, 13? What was it? 54 to 13. 54 to 13. You walk into, you walk into the, 
practice that week with some swag. You feel good about yourself. You feel like, okay, we finally, you know, finally got a game at home that we won. You know, the media is not talking to us about a loss. We, you feel good. You go into that week feeling good, well-prepared, and maybe that could be the shift of the season right there, getting that beating up on a bad team and now it's ready to roll. That's all you could need sometimes. Something like if you want to look at the bright spots that were there yesterday, because, I mean, like, obviously there were a ton of bright spots, but, like, bright spots that, that you can really take and, and it doesn't matter who the opponent is, being that it's the Jets and they're terrible. But the offensive line looked pretty good yesterday. Yes, oh, definitely. They they found something with the offensive line. Right. And, and imagine that same offensive line with Trent Brown being back. That is encouraging. That is incredibly encouraging because it looks like, and this is the case with, with most NFL teams, if your offensive line is playing like a top offensive line, that can change the entire dynamic of your offense, especially when you have a guy running like Damian Harris. Damian Harris yesterday – I mean, he was unbelievable. And, I mean, this makes sense. He was unbelievable because he was playing against me in fantasy football. That just makes sense. <laughs> I was also playing against Dearness Johnson, wherever mm. that guy came from. So mm. that also makes sense. But, you know, besides the fact I love staring down the barrel of one and six, um, <laughs> Damian Harris, where did I put it? I put, I swear to God, I put down these notes. Damian Harris, 106 yards. 14 carries, two touchdowns, 7.6 average. And then also just just everybody in the backfield. J.J. Taylor looked good. I was happy to see him out there. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson was a healthy scratch, which was super interesting. Picked him Um, up in fantasy. A lot of people did this week. I didn't play him, though. I didn't play him, but I picked him up. Uh, He was close. First thing I thought I, I thought of when I saw that he was a healthy scratch, I was like, because he's so he was one of the top trends being picked up at fantasy. I was like, people are gonna be pissed. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then Brandon Bolden yeah. was your leading receiver yesterday. I mean, Brand- for this has not been a running back Brandon Bolden friendly podcast show here on CLNS. We like Brandon Bolden. We think he's a great special teamer, but we we haven't been a fan of him being in the run game as much as he has been, but he handled that that James White passing role yesterday extremely well. And that's another encouraging sign. If you can have four solid running backs in this on this roster, I mean, hell, you can do a lot. And it's 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 intriguing going forward to see how they handle that, especially because because we we are a Stevenson liking show. We like Ramondre yeah. Stevenson. We would like to see him in more. And if he gets in, Brandon Bolden continues doing his work in the passing game. J.J. Taylor looks solid like he did yesterday. Damien Harris runs the hell out of the ball like he did yesterday. I mean, this run game can be a real problem for other defenses. Now, before we keep going, Marv, we're going to talk about our friends over at BetOnline.ag. You guys, we're back. We're better than ever. To my left, currently, we are watching the Boston Celtics and Charlotte. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all of the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. 
BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. And did I forget Charlotte's basketball team name? No, I did not. I did. I, for that brief second, it was it was gone. It was out of my mind. All right, but continuing. Something else that was encouraging, Marv. I think the Patriots have a legit red zone threat in Hunter Henry. Yeah, he's been trending. He's been trending upwards. Hunter, Hunter is that, Henry. Is that four touchdowns in a row? Yeah, he's the guy. Um, we we thought, you know, I think most people would have thought John o. Smith would have, would have, you know, been the one A between the tight ends there. Hunter Henry battling a lot of injuries in the last couple of years of his season didn't have a spectacular year last year with the Chargers. So you really thought, you know, it'll be John Smith and not saying that Hunter Henry's having a Pro Bowl season, but he's clearly the lead when it comes to uh, Mac Jones and Mac Jones is looking for him in the red zone, which is which is good to see. He's reliable, a <laughs> great hand. And I honestly think he's not getting the ball enough. I don't think either tight ends are getting a ball enough. Still um going into the, what we in week seven now. I don't I don't think that the tight ends have got enough touches yet. Um you brought up the running game real quick. I just want to just to say I know you're big on Damian Harris and how he played. Those were the 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 holes, man. The offensive line created a lot of holes for it's a um, game changer. And look, Mac Jones only got sacked once, I believe. He got sacked yeah. one time during the game and hit like three times. That's a huge improvement for Mac Jones. You know, we're talking about a quarterback that's been getting his ass beat. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys season. hit. That was I, I was at the game and I swear to God, I might have been I may, I might have made this up in my head, but I thought I heard the hit from the from <laughs> where I was sitting. It was it was brutal. It was a brutal, brutal hit. And so and co- that that was caused by a penalty. Another thing Patriots didn't do much as to um have many penalties. It was good to see. Jake Bailey only punted the ball once. Good to see. I know it's against the Jets, but these are things that hopefully the Patriots can do trending upwards. I love what I saw from Hunter Henry. Kendrick Bourne, Nick, I've been saying this preseason, been saying this during the season. Kendrick Bourne is your best receiver. He needs to get the ball more. He's not your most reliable. That's Jacoby Myers, and he's been having a hell of a season. Hopefully, hopefully he could get into the end zone. But Kendrick Bourne, <laughs> Kendrick Bourne needs to get the ball more. Every time he touches the ball, good things happen. He's tossing touchdowns. Now he's throwing touchdowns. <laughs> he's, no, you're right. And and this guy's attitude too is awesome. Like I think he it was it was the post game. Yesterday or it was today. It was something. Whenever he was at the the his presser, he said he was watching college football the night before the game, and he was like, "What if we put up fifty tomorrow on the Jets?" And then they did it. This kid is putting on a show, and he's he's been awesome. And not to say Nelson Aguilar has been a disappointment. I think the jury's still out there, but he hasn't he, been. He's been. A he hasn't been. He hasn't been what you thought you were getting, especially with the amount of money that Bill threw at him. Kendrick Bourne has been better of the two, and it's it's on it's not close. It's really not close. Nelson Aguilar's been mm. subpar, subpar, very much. And very I, much I never so. I never liked the signing to to begin with. I don't know what flashes he should. Obviously, the Raiders he had a decent season with Derek Carr, but not enough to warrant one, one of the biggest wide receiver contracts of that offseason. 
not at all. Nelson Aguilar, and he hasn't really shown much. He's yes, he got the touchdown against the Jets on a trick play, but when when we've needed him, it hasn't been there. You know, some some people thought he'd come in and he'd be the um the Brandon Cooks role. It, we we haven't we haven't seen that at all. Two receptions, fifty-one yards, one touchdown yesterday. You can blame. You could also blame it on the offense. Some people will say, "Well, you know, this offense is not slinging the ball as much, so Nelson Aguilar is not having the opportunity." I'm just talking about the when he does have the opportunities, he's not making much of it. Right, and and you can, you definitely can say that because when he came in, the idea was like, okay, well he can be your deep threat. Now you've got a guy who can throw the ball down the field. And we've seen that the Patriots have been super hesitant to do that. And part of the reason definitely could be because the offensive line has not been protecting Mac Jones enough to be able to do that, to be able to put that play out in the, uh, that, that playbook, uh, put that play out there. You can't, if your offensive line isn't protecting Mac Jones enough, but then at the same time, like when you're given these opportunities, like you mentioned it, he hasn't been reliable enough. But there's been a lot of spurts of excitement in this offense where next week's game is a tipping point for me. Kind of what you alluded to earlier. It's a tipping point. I'll do you one further, Nick. The next four games, Chargers, Panthers, Browns, and Falcons. Those are the next four games. Patriots can win three out of the next four games. They're six and five. And now you're giving yourself a real chance to be in the playoff picture. And the Browns at that point are probably going to be rolling out case. Right. That's in three weeks from now. Honestly, even looking at it though, you kind of have to go three and four. Like those are, those are teams that you should beat. The Panthers are not that three and O team that we thought they were. They just got their doors kicked in. Uh, The Falcons are the Falcons. You don't really, the Falcons offense is so weird to me because it seems like the Falcons offense should be incredibly explosive. I know they had a good day on Sunday, but they're just, they're just not. And the, it's, it, it all goes to me. It just all goes back to the chargers. It just all goes back to the chargers. And if you're able to put on a good show and win, I don't want any more moral victories. I need a win here. Then it's going to show you what this Patriots team can do for the remainder of the season. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting. Chargers, we're talking about, the, we're just saying the Chargers, the, that's a good team. <laughs> that's a really good team. They're a wagon. That, that they have there. Mike Williams has emerged as a top receiver. You obviously got Keenan Allen. Austin Eckler is a beast. And Herbert, man, he's looking, he's looking Patrick Mahomes-esque. He could be an MVP this year. That's how well he's been playing. So I'm excited just to see that, you know, high-powered offense. And the Patriots have done well against high-powered offenses. They've done decent. They just have not been able to put up enough points. So let's see what they can pull out. And we'll wrap it up here. This is what I was going to say about Mac Jones and Justin Herbert. If you remember last year with the Chargers, aside from the Patriots, 45-0 beatdown, the – Justin Herbert and the Chargers, if I remember right, they had a lot of games where it was where Justin Herbert was showing flashes, where he was showing that okay, maybe this offense in years to come can be a it can be a top scoring offense in this league, and that's what they did immediately the next year. He took that step, and this Chargers team is now one of the best teams in the AFC. 
And I kind of see similarities with the Patriots and with Mac Jones this year. They're getting close. They're just a couple of plays away from getting these massive wins against the Bucs, against the Cowboys. And we'll see how they fare this week against the Chargers. So, again, super interesting week coming up. A lot. We're going to have a lot to talk about next week for sure. Yeah, man. I'm excited. Let's get this. Let's let's get this momentum going here on the roundtable so we can be excited as the shows move on. Yeah, this is I mean, by this time last year, I think we started to see some things fall apart. So I'm happier than where we were at last year. <laughs> see on us media, Patriots Roundtable, Nick Quali, Marv Zahn, and no Mike Molina tonight, but he'll be back next week. Uh the show powered by our friends over at betonline.com. A G guys, we're going to talk to you next week post Patriots and Chargers. We'll talk to you then, guys. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening. Peace.